0: He's by Fires into the Touch. What are they gonna are they it? He did what? Hello and welcome to another episode of Empty the Playbook. Another week in the books. We are five weeks in. Lots and lots of exciting NFL action over the weekend, including a London game, the first one in a couple of years. The second one coming up this weekend. Loads to unpack, discuss and look forward to in the weekend coming up this weekend. But before we get into all that, of course, of course. We've got to check in with the boys. So first off, let's head over to Mr. Edward Shapland. Shaps, what's going on, mate? How's
1: your week been? What's going on? Yeah, been, go- been going all right, you know. Uh, <laughs> I've officially moved, so that's, that's obviously been you exciting. You have moved to the big smoke, haven't you, my friend? Yeah. I played top golf for the first ever time. That was, oh, that was fun. Okay. How was that? Yeah, not too bad, <laughs> to be honest. I've discovered that the Freewood is my club, my club of choice. I was hitting some beautiful, beautiful, uh strikes with that bad boy <laughs> and someone I was playing with managed to manage to bounce a ball. You know the guy who drives around collecting the balls. And yeah. Someone managed to bounce a ball off a ball on the floor and it went in the top of his cart. That so that was that was entertaining.
0: Yeah that's pretty mad. I to be fair imagine doing that job. I know it's probably like reinforced glass and stuff, but honestly oh, yeah, but he
1: gets out he gets out though like
0: yeah oh yeah no stuff that like <laughs> It's not good. That like, I would not enjoy that job. It is a, it's like live action uh, jackass. Like it's mad. Anyway, um, yeah. To be fair, I love that. I want to go to a driving range. A bit mental. Uh, how is the new flat and everything, mate? You enjoying it? Being there? Uh... I, I am indeed. I am
1: indeed. You know, it's all. all do you feel world? like a proper adult now? Yeah. I do a little bit. Oh, I felt like an adult mostly when I had to read through my pension plan. That was when I realised I've hit adulthood. That was that was that was the day when when I got delivered in the post a copy of the fact it came in the post is slightly weird but I got a delivery <laughs> of uh, of my pension plan that I had to read through and decide which which best suits me that that was the day I think I really hit adulthood yeah but that's as fair. rather than talking about the dry topic of a uh, of pensions why don't we pass on to a uh, oh no no no, in no.
2: I was sale. going to
0: talk about the day that I first realised that I was an adult but it wasn't as exciting as choosing your own pension mine was uh, getting charged too much income tax and uh, my oh, i'm
1: quite lucky because i started my job uh, pretty much i started my job like near the end of the tax year i guess yeah. sleep- i basically can hardly get taxed at the moment so i'm loving it i've been for a stark reali- uh, realization yeah. Come next yeah. and then suddenly i've got however many le- however much less in my paycheck every week yeah
0: it's peak i'm uh, currently getting i think the technical term is shafted i don't know if uh, i can say that but there you go ah it's not a swear word is it um anyway you are right chaps we need to get on with uh introducing the people to the other person uh on this podcast mr edward thorns Thornsy, what's going on mate how you doing how's your week been
2: thank you (laughs) i'm good thanks um yeah just working still all that kind of thing same as the last few months i also got this like grow your own bonsai tree kit
0: Ooh,
2: quite fun well nothing's happened but it's gonna be fun eventually
1: yeah absolutely
2: yeah so that's that's been my week really
1: we I don't know. think one of those kits has ever in history grown up growing an actual bonsai properly out of it
2: until now
1: <laughs>
0: um, yes, three and folded in front of our eyes. Um,
2: yeah, well, it was like 10 pounds, and a normal tree is like 35, so I figured, you know,
0: yeah, like that sounds fun. And it's also quite an exciting tree, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's not your bog standard birch. Oh, that sounds like a Harry Potter character, yeah,
2: <laughs> the boring guy that doesn't really do anything. Just... <laughs> um, yeah but i didn't realize it's more than one type of tree it's not like there's not like a bonsai is a species it's like a type of um like the act of growing your own little tree
0: ah i did not know that well there you go can't say we're not cultured on this uh on this show right unfortunately Obviously, we we always start off having a bit of a laugh, and through the podcast, we try to have as much of a laugh as we can. But unfortunately, there's obviously been some sad news, I suppose. But I don't really know what what word I'd use to describe it. But there's been some news. Uh, obviously, this week, the former, now former head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders has handed in his resignation, John Gruden. After the NFL and the New York Times uh, and a few other places have received, oh, and the Las Vegas Raiders as well, uh, have received emails uh, of John Gruden's formerly when he was in his analyst post with ESPN um, using uh, homophobic, racist, misogynistic language and before it all kind of came to light, I guess, not before it came to light, because it was, everyone was already aware of it, but before the actual content itself came to public viewing, I suppose, he handed in his resignation and probably for the better of the team. And I think you're going to talk about this a bit more, Thornsy, obviously, with the Raiders being your team. And I think you kind of read a little bit up on it, probably more than me and Chaps have. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think the best thing that he's done I guess, excluding a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. But the best thing he's done is resign from the post. I think you you can't be playing the, you know, oh, it was 2011, I was a different man, and blah, 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 blah. I hate, that's one thing I can't stand, is when people have messed up, and rather than just holding their hands up and saying, yep, sorry, I've messed up, people go, oh, blame it. Like, oh, I was different then, oh, that wasn't me. Oh, blah, 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 blah. It's like, when Ellen DeGeneres was called out for all that bullying stuff on her show. And the first show back, she did that kind of monologue and the apology was just awful because she talked about herself rather than actually just apologizing. And, and, and I think that's the worst thing is apologize. When someone's apologizing, <laughs> coming from a primary school teacher, I suppose, but when you're apologizing just to make it all about you. And I think that's what Gruden did a bit. Like, you know, he, he resigned, he made the right choice there. But he made it all about himself, and I'm not a fan of that. You effed up, and uh, like own it, take responsibility for it, and go away for a bit because you messed up. There's no like, oh, I'm like you know different now, and blah, blah blah blah. So, I mean, that's my two cents on the thing. I know we sh- we're unbiased media here, media here, um, but yeah, I'm 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 not a fan of that man, and I I don't think you can hide behind. The fact that it was 10 years ago, or however long it was, because certain parts of it were already six years ago, I think. I think some of it was 2015. Uh, you know, he made comments about Michael Sam when he was drafted and different things like that. So, yeah, I, that's my two cents on the matter. I'll hand it over to you, Thorns.
2: Yeah, it's funny that you say that because it seems like people in that kind of situation think, oh, if I just talk for long enough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> The right words will come out.
2: Yeah, and they have these like six-page, six-line apologies, which don't really say anything. But they must finish it for like, yeah, I've really got the point across there. They just haven't. Um, yeah, and you said it carried it carried on until 2018 as well. Ah, god. So like, yeah. And the problem is as well, people responding to this on Twitter and wherever are like, oh, you know, we can't hold someone accountable for what they said 10 years ago. So, firstly, yes, you can, and secondly, it's not—you know—it's not ten years ago; it's really three years ago. So, yeah, and and the way that the league's moving and and all this kind of thing, like to have someone in it in such a prominent position that holds these kind of views is just very disturbing. Um, and I mean, you covered a lot of it. You know, I know you're like, yeah, you can, you can. Oh, sorry. And then you just said it. Really, no, there's nothing like. It was very well covered. Um, <laughs> Thank you. The only thing I'd add is that it's like this alarming insight into how general managers and coaches and owners speak about minorities when the microphones aren't on and when they're not being listened to and their words aren't being read. It's like this kind of scary insight, and it, and it was you know the the emails were being sent to the Washington uh, general manager and yeah how, uh, owner. Owner. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like this isn't some one thing, and the emails came out obviously with that investigation into the Washington Football Team. Yeah, yeah. Run. So like this is such a so much deeper than just Gruden, um, and that's just really scary. And it and then you have these other stories coming out. Like there's a, a female executive, I think, at Washington, and she was like, "Yeah, I was terrified about how people what people were saying behind my back, and I know that there was all this stuff going on." And then you hear Marquette King come out and say, yeah, the reason I was cut from the Raiders was less because of my playing and more because of my personality. And it's just, it's a very worrying trend. And yeah, I think just quite frankly, good riddance, you know, i to see the back here and I'm very, very happy that the Raiders made the right decision, even if, you know, I know officially Gruden resigned, but I think we can all see that it wasn't. As yeah. Well,
0: yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if uh Mark Davis, owner of the Raiders, if it was kind of left with him. I don't know if he potentially would have just come out and apologised for what had happened and kept going on, to be perfectly honest. But I think there was so much backlash that I think the decision was kind of taken out of his hands. Um, The other thing that I kind of wanted to say, and I, obviously over the past however, however many years, Two, three years, four, like whatever it is. Like, obviously, people talk about cancel culture as a thing, um, and I, I, I already kind of touched upon the apology kind of aspect of it, and how people are like, oh, you know, he's a different man. Like, he, he said these things in 2011, whatever. But like, you should be, and and you kind of mentioned it as well, Thorn. You, you don't get like a like a hall pass for what what you said then, just because it was a a time ago like you you don't get to say these things
1: and like there's no statue of limitation on being a prick and a disgusting human being
0: yeah essentially perfect and do you know what Sheps? I, as the, you know obviously like thorns said we covered kind of most of it very very quickly there and we want to move on to you know more exciting the normal nfl stuff that we cover but we could not address this and i think you've summed it up perfectly there that just yeah he, he's clearly not a nice man and he, he was put in what Brandon Staley described uh, over the past couple of days as a sacred position. You're a head as a head coach, you're in a sacred position. You're in charge of a football team who, you know, are revered by millions and millions of fans. Depending on where you are, if you're the LA Chargers, about five, but <laughs> but you know, you're in charge of a team of young men who have to go and perform every week in front of all these fans. Some of them are as young as you know 22, and you're supposed to be the adult, like not to patronize anyone, but like you're supposed to be the adult who's molding these young men to be great football players, but also great humans in their day-to-day lives. And you know, would you want someone like that in charge of teaching your children? Like, or would, you know, these, these football players are somebody's son, somebody's potentially husband, somebody's father and they're they getting their life lessons from somebody like that nah no thank you good riddance to you if you're going to be that sort of person he's in charge of like yeah sorry as you can tell i'm <laughs> feeling quite heated about it because i I'm, I'm just not a fan He he's in charge of young black lives and saying things like that like nah not for me tara see you later goodbye um and we probably should move on before i start throwing hands at, at, at my uh at my screen that we're recording on um but yeah nice one boys okay let's move on to our kind of normal sections and as we've been doing in the previous weeks we've been doing kind of review preview so to speak half the show being a review uh, of the previous week's action and then half the show being a preview to next week's action uh, and this week Sorry, every week we change up kind of the review format and how it is. The preview uh, section pretty much stays the same, but the review section kind of changes up every week. And last week we did our quarter season predictions, which was really, really exciting. And this week we have decided to say our kind of, I guess, quarter season, uh, third of the season. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever the uh, measurement is um, or the fraction. Uh, we have placed who we think currently, based on what's happened so far, who we think the seven playoff teams in both conferences are going to be so seven in the AFC and the seven in the NFC. And we've put them in a lovely order for you so you can look at what the potential matchups would be in the playoffs. And from there, the scenarios that might lead to certain teams getting to the Super Bowl and different things like that. I can tell you that I don't know how many of you would agree with my Super Bowl scenario, but I think if it did happen, I would be hyped to see this matchup. But we'll wait to see what the boys say and if they agree or if they disagree. So the way this is going to look is we're going to go through uh, one conference at a time. First, we're going to do the NFC and then we're going to do the AFC uh, and we're going to go from seven to one because obviously there are seven playoff teams now. I always forget this. With the excitement of an extra game this year, I always forget that we've added an extra playoff team as well.
1: So much fun! Super wild card weekend, yeah, boy!
0: I don't know what that noise was. Ugh, sounded like a cartoon character from like 2004. <laughs> I don't know why 2004. That make, what that's, What's that got to do with anything? I don't know. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of how it's going to work, and we'll start off in the NFC, and we'll start off with our seven seed, our wild card three our uh, guess rolling I've got the Washington football team sneaking in being based in a poor division I think they can do it so although not as poor this year but I think they sort their defence out they'll sneak in at 7 Shaps who you got the 7th seed
1: I've come from a similar vein of a team I think is going to sneak in it's a team I don't think will be an either of your two lists so I don't think uh, potentially could be but I think now that a certain running back is back, uh, should be back this weekend. They're (laughs) going to look a healthy scratch again. His injury coincided with their bad run of form, and now he's back. And it is the Carolina Panthers. Nice. Who I think could genuinely... I think they'll sneak in, basically. I think it'll be tight, but I think they might sneak in.
0: Nice choice. Like it. Uh, Thorns, who you got at seven?
2: I forgot about the Panthers. (laughs) Whilst
0: eating a banana.
2: I had the 49ers. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to put the Panthers. I forgot about
0: them. Does that mean you're getting rid of the 49ers? Yeah. Completely. Oh, early. That's exciting. There's a take straight away. 49ers don't make the playoffs for Thornsey. Love it. Okay. Uh, so that's our seven seed. Uh, in at the sixth seed. Sorry to disappoint you, Shaps. Uh, I did have the Carolina Panthers. Uh, and I don't think it's a case of sneaking in here. I think they'll be very close. I think they'll run the Bucks quite close. They'll, they won't be within like a game or something like that, or oh, they won't be tied, uh, but they'll be within two or three in, in, in my head. <laughs> Whether that comes to it or not, I don't know, but I love the Panthers, and like you said, McCaffrey back, really good defense. Donald's kind of coming out of the gate hot. Hopefully, he can be consistent. Panthers are six for me. Shaps, who you got?
1: I've got, my friend, the Washington football team. So we've got season seven, but the other way around. Yeah. Um, I've said I've said it before, so I'll be fairly brief because our shows are running very long at the moment. Uh, Taylor Heineke, that defence, as Fawnsy says, this is the week they're going to turn up. We're still <laughs> waiting, but eventually they've got to. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, the Washington football team, I think their offence has been one of the surprises of the season for me. Like They had pieces, but... They're playing nicely and scoring me lots of points in fantasy as I've got Gibson and uh, Terry McLaurin.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, so who you got in the sixth seed in the NFC?
2: The Minnesota Vikings.
0: Oh, I like this.
2: Um, yeah, I, I think they're really unlucky to be where they are. Um, and then also lucky because I don't know how they beat the Lions on Sunday.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I feel like they're actually one of the better teams in the conference and there's a long season left and again, Dalvin Cook back, hopefully healthy after missing a couple of games. So yeah, I just think they're going to run the table a little bit.
0: Sweet. They were kind of one of my teams that I was, that seventh seed was kind of uh, a bit awkward for me and the Vikings were uh, one of the teams that I thought might be uh, in with a shout. Uh the number five seed now. And for me, I think this might be my, maybe my only hot take. I don't know if I can call it a hot take, really. Um, The Arizona Cardinals are at five for me. They don't go on to win the division. Uh, Currently the only undefeated team left in the NFL, Uh, but I don't think they go on to win the division. You can guess from here, I suppose, who you think is going to win the division. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think the Cards kind of lose momentum, not enough to miss out on the playoffs. I think they'll still be in at the five seeds, but um, they don't win the division for me, although I still like them. And they may or may not have a playoff run. I'll have to find out later. <laughs> Chap, so you got the five seed.
1: I've got, which probably tells the uh, story the other way around. Uh, with a team that I reckon will have a higher record than at least two of the teams above it, but won't win its division, um, I reckon in the five seed I've got the LA Rams, which I think tells the tale of uh, the alternate of what you've said.
0: No comment, uh, Fawnsy. Who you got on five? Ditto. Rams.
1: Great. <laughs> uh, that was Fawnsy mid banana. If you're wondering what he's even talking about. Oh, it was, was chewing than usual.
2: I was a banana. Oh <laughs>
1: that's
2: the Um yeah. Oh. I'm not <laughs> in I have, sale.
0: Uh, have you have you covered what you want to say, or do you want to say something like that?
2: Um,
1: you don't have we'll to. We'll have time to debate our choices after we've gone through them all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: well, I agree with that. Okay.
0: <laughs> that's what he said. Um a uh, uh, funny take on the original bit of comedy. Uh, at the four seed now, um, I've got the LA Rams. I think they're the four teams that are my division winners are going to be very, very strong and have very, very good records. Um, and I just think the Rams, based on that, because I think all the four teams are going to have a good record, the Rams are in the toughest division and therefore run the risk of losing the most games uh, or close games. So I think the Rams will be the fourth seed. They'll be battling out all year with Arizona. I think they'll be pretty close, like within a game or within two games, pretty much all season of each other. Um, and yeah, I think the Rams will pick the cards, but uh, it'll be close down the stretch. But you got at four, Shaps?
1: So I'm just looking at my list, and I just find it so funny how some teams I've put the like because I've only put one word for each. Some teams I've gone like uh, say like uh, like like Rams and Panthers yet some teams just give away my fourth I've got like Dallas and other stuff that I, I won't say too much of the list but yeah I've got Dallas I reckon they'll win that division um I, I said I'm hot on the football team I'm also hot on Dallas uh I think it's going to be a hard fought battle for them I think the football team's going to run them close I think the record between Dallas and the football team is not going to be far apart that's why I said I think the Rams will have a better record than them but, yeah, I think Dallas might just nip him in the division just due to sort of um, probably, well, a combination of things. Trevon Diggs uh, being a large part of it, <laughs> if he yeah. can maintain that sort of run he's got going at the moment. Uh, and also their offense is stacked. Yeah, fair. Nice for chaps. Uh, Thorns,
0: who you got it for?
2: The Green Bay Packers.
0: Sweet. Uh, onto the number three seed. I've got the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, similar reasons to Shaps. Um, I think they will kind of... They're going to be a very good playoff team, I think. But I think in the regular season, they are going to lose some games uh, just because, really. I don't think they've got all the pieces. I think something's going to go wrong in some of the games. Don't know what that is going to look like, but I just think that would be classic Dallas, really, to lose a couple for no reason. <laughs> um, so Dallas at three for me. Shaps, who you got at three?
1: Uh, I've got Green Bay. They're, they're good. But like I said this, I've said this a few times, they're good. I expect better of them this year. I just, I thought Rogers was going to be fired up uh, this year. Um, but I don't know, you just... Rogers, it's so weird. He seems like some weeks he want he, he gives he, he wants like nothing more than the win, and other weeks he seems like he just couldn't care because he knows he's out of there in the in the summer. So yeah, like I don't really know what to make of Green Bay, but a team with Aaron Rodgers is never a team too too far down the pecking order. So I've got them pipping their division, but I also think they might have a lower record than the LA Rams. A, a
0: better record than the LA Rams. Lower record. Oh, oh yes, yeah Sorry, sorry. I've, we've so many teams we've said now. I, <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Thornsey, who you got at three?
2: Cowboys. Um, yeah, whatever the chap said before about them. And <laughs> you? Um, yeah. Sorry.
0: sorry. Well, I, I'll let you go first for the uh, uh, AFC. Give you more right. of a chance to say say some things. Um, cool. Uh, second seed, uh, I think this is where we're all disagree. Uh, at the second seed, I've got the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, I just have a feeling that the team that I've got at one, I mean, you can do your logic from the team that I haven't picked yet if you're following intensely. Um, I'll explain my logic when I get to one, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are at two. I just reckon they'll lose the odd game here and there. So, uh, yeah, Bucks at two. Shep, so you go at two.
1: You know, is that was that your like controversial style pick? Was it the Bucks coming at two?
0: Um, not
1: really. I think the Cards at five currently is my. Yeah. Well, I've got the Bucks at two as well. So I also, oh. I also think, um, very in a very Brady esque manner, they'll get that home field advantage in the playoffs. But I don't think I don't think they I don't think they'll quite cut the one seed. I for completely the reason you said as well. I just I could just see them losing games here and there.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I've also just realized what you meant by the Packers point. You reckon they'll have a worse uh record than the Rams, but the Rams will be in the wildcard thing.
1: There you go. Yeah. You
0: uh, the penny drops. Thanks, everybody. I uh I I am a very intelligent person. Um and <laughs> in charge of teaching your children. <laughs> uh Dawnsey, who you got it to? Cardinals. Cardinals.
2: Yeah. Um I mean, by process of, of word, elimination, I've got the Bucks first. Um, yeah. I feel like these are two probably the two best teams, two of the top teams in the NFC. Um, I think the Cards have a slightly harder road to the playoffs, so I will drop them down behind the Bucks, who I feel like you know have a slightly easier division, and I've got some big wins under the belt already. So nice.
0: Uh... I guess I'll finish off my list then. Uh, This is, I guess, my controversial pick, uh, going by the cards. Alongside the cards, sorry. Um, I've got the number one seed being the Green Bay Packers. I've used this logic for both conferences, and I think that the team that's going to come up as the number one seed by the end of the season is the team that's not necessarily playing their best football right now, but is winning games. And I think those are the sort of teams that are going to come up with some good form come December. And I really think that the Packers, they're scraping out wins now. They're 4-1 and one, and they've looked awful. So, yeah, I, I, I think the Packers are going to come good even now when they're eking out those wins. They're going to come good after, start to find some form, keep going and ride that kind of form towards the end of the season. So the Green Bay Packers in the number one seed for me. Shaps, who you got as your number one seed? I've that's,
1: rather, that's rather bold for myself there. It's bold. really bold. I've got K Mother. Mother <laughs> Ky- Kyler Murray. Like, that oh, man, what man. He's, show- he's showing everyone that you don't need to be six foot. Oh, man. <laughs> he's he's he's, do, he's doing it all. He's doing it for all those. What are you
0: possibly suggest by that comment?
1: <laughs> he's doing it for all those five nines, all across the globe. He's doing it for us. Is he 5'9"? I think he's like
2: Mister
1: Five
0: Eleven. Tyler Murray. Yeah, there's no way he's five nine. He's taller. Than oh, that. he's five nine in my heart.
1: Like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Not too much to say on that, other than the fact. Uh, that, yeah, I just really like this Cardinals team, and I think they'll top the mustard. Yeah, I do. Dan, though, you give me food for thought in the fact that obviously the uh, that division being by far the hardest is going to be interesting. He's five foot eight, apparently. Exactly, that's what I thought. Well, it says on Google. I've I've had his Madden card before.
2: Going <laughs> <laughs> um, into the back alignment. Five foot eleven in Jordans or whatever.
1: <laughs> if he sp- it's f- it's a- he's 5'11 when his hair's counted into the equation yeah. 5'11 with Joe on his hair
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, alright so should we go on to some of the admissions so like I- I'll sort of lead the way if you don't mind yeah, with my f- five big admissions that I've uh, got on my list well, yeah. is the 49ers yeah the Vikings. Obviously, the Vikings have been very unlucky. But I think the problem is, they. I know it's a longer season, but while I think they're going to be a better team than potentially the uh, Panthers, Like, if you're talking pure team quality-wise, I just think the fact they haven't got wins on the board is an issue for them. And I think they're playing catch-up for the rest of the year. And I just see them falling just a little bit short. Plus, I'm always worried about uh, Kirk Cousins and his big game potential. Uh, Eagles, really solid start to the season, but I don't think it's there's much longevity in that. Uh, Saints as well, but I think the James Winston effect in true show by him throwing an absolutely horrific pick followed by a 75-yard TD bomb. That pretty much is going to be the Saints the rest of the year. And then obviously the Bears, not much of a bigger mission, but they are three and one or three and two at the moment. So I, I have to mention them as an omission. But yeah, so those are my big misses. Obviously, 49ers being the main one.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, um, I It's weird, isn't it, how like the 49ers were definitely like a Super Bowl contender at the start of the season. And I think the kind of quarterback situation, we talked about it being such an important kind of decider almost in whether they were going to have a good season or a bad season. And they've almost had like a middle-of-the-road season. Um, they could have easily beaten the Cards realistically on the weekend but I just don't, I don't know what it is. I just don't have any belief in them. The close games, when they run the Packers close, I don't know, I just, I, I can't buy in to the 49ers. Uh, the Vikes, the Vikes are doing Viking things. Like, they fall apart, they just do. Uh, and they don't win those games that they should be winning. Um, and then on the weekend, a game that they'd lost, they somehow won. So, like, who knows are the Vikings, but I just can't see them making it. The Saints are my kind of other one, I think. I did, like I said, I thought about the Vikings and sneaking them in. The Saints, I, I want to buy in because that defense is pretty disgusting. But also you just don't know what you're going to get from Jameis. So they might have enough to sneak in and then he might have like a blinder in the card, and you think the Saints are the real deal here. And then he throws five picks in the divisional round. Like you, you don't know what you're going to get. So I, yeah, I couldn't pick the Saints.
1: The omission the I actually want to hear the most about, story, not for yourself. You're done talking. Um, <laughs> it's from Mr. Edward Fawns. You, you're not, you're not feeling the football team.
2: Um, I don't know, no, not really. I am, and I'm not. Like I feel like Heineke a great story, and he's played well, but I just don't think they're consistent enough, and I don't think that they can stand up in matches against other big teams or good teams on their level, like. The 49ers, even though I had them just outside the playoffs. After considering the Panthers, the Panthers, the Vikings, the Rams—all like these teams that are gonna that are in that those card spots already—I just don't think they can compete with them, especially the way their defense has been playing this year, which was supposed to be their strength. I, I just, you know, I don't quite see it.
1: Wait till the preview section when you're saying this is their week.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying it. But Not yeah, this week, you know. <laughs> this bit is all about logic and facts, and then the next bit is about predictions. So it's like Jekyll and Hyde.
0: <laughs> and on that analogy, let's move on to the AFC. So same uh, pattern, seven through one, except this time we're going to start off with the exciting, the wickedly talented <laughs> Edward Thorns. Thornsey in the AFC, who you got the seventh seed?
2: Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, boy. Yeah. I mean, this is such a difficult one because I think there's six very talented teams who are vying for five really spots. Talented. <laughs> huh?
0: Sorry, that's just taking the mech out of there. Uh Intro that I gave you, and then you went very talented in the kind of same tone that I said it. And I said, <laughs> You're gonna go, there's six wickedly talented. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I won't say who they are because A, we can probably guess them, and B, because it will ruin the rest of the list. Um, but I'm really excited. I think Joe Borrow is bouncing back brilliantly. He played really well against the, the Packers. You could argue well enough to win the game. Yeah, definitely. Mark Chase is just incredible. The rest of the receiving core as well. Is, is built up and their defence play very well so if it wasn't for the toughness of their division I think they'd be a lot higher than seven
0: yeah that's a very good that's mm, nice <laughs> proper food for thought right at the end you mm-hmm. snuck it in right on the buzzer I love it um, Shaps who got seven
1: well interestingly enough I also have the Bengals yay Lot oh for a divisional rival I spent the whole of last week's podcast um, servicing them so
0: I will, uh, and, I will. And NFL Sunday, you did the same thing.
1: Yeah, I was, I would. That NFL get that that game had me in tender hooks. That oh. um, that game. But I am going to throw in empty the playbook's favorite word in here. There's one caveat to yeah. this, uh, to this pick. If Joe Burris stays alive, yeah. God's sake, man! Did you not see the hit he took at the weekend? I know he got How the hell did he get back on the field? If Joe Burrow can stay alive, this Bengals team is a is a playoff team. And I don't think there's much doubt in that, to be honest. Like they're fairly locked in in my mind. Similar vein to Fawnsey, they're only at the bottom because they've got to play two other teams in that division who are who are on the list for yeah. myself. And I assume all three of us. Yeah. Uh so there's two other teams in that division that I think are dominant. And the fourth one's not even that bad, like the like, yeah, it's just a tough division for them. So if Joe if Joe Burrow can stay alive, I think they're definitely a playoff team, but just low seeding due to tough tough standings.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, completing out the trio, the trifecta, I have also got the Cincinnati Bengals at the seventh seed. I think they are empty the playbooks, kind of. If we don't cheer for our own team which is weird for Shaps because they're actually in his division, but they're just a fan favourite. They just, what's not to love about them? They should have drafted a tackle. They drafted a wide receiver and he's like, oh, he can't stop scoring touchdowns with his uh, college buddy. Oh, it's just such a good story. I can't not buy in. Uh, and Joe Burrow, as long as he stays alive, uh, is going to continue to have a sick season. They've also,
1: um, they've also got Laron Joby, who was one of my favourite players on the Browns. For no yeah. other reason, than I think I like his name. And I always, and he always used to have a really good development in Madden uh, career mode. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, Larry ojoby has been sly this year. I'm telling you, when you watch the Bengals, watch that D-line. The D-line pressure from the inside is surprisingly very good. I don't think it's coming up too much on the stat sheet. But honestly, if you're watching the Bengals, That's... keep an eye on that D-line pressure. It's surprising.
0: Appreciate that.
1: Cool. Right. Well, that was nice and
0: easy. Seventh seed.
2: Sixth seed. Thornsey, who you got? I've got the Cleveland Browns. E- um.
1: Are we are we are we explicit yet this this podcast? <laughs> we always seem to be explicit. I'll I'll save it just in case. <laughs> <laughs> but... Who you, Thornsey. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um no, I mean, it's, again, it's not because the Browns have looked good this year. Obviously, are oh, one of the heavyweights in the, in the conference. But, I mean, I can't say it without spoiling the rest of the list. So, I'll yeah. just, let's just put a pin in it and I'll come back to it when I do the next two, two out of the next three teams.
1: I've got a bit of a bombshell, so I'm going to let Dan go next.
0: Oh, Am I coming right back to you after I said nine? Uh Yeah. Great. I have also got the Cleveland Browns at six. Oh, you lot are all haters. The lawyer. Yeah. Um, for reasons that probably the same as Thornsies. So I will put a pin in it and uh, <laughs> come back to it. Shapsy. <laughs> <laughs> Shapsy, you got it at six. <laughs> uh,
1: this is probably the most controversial rating we're going to get. I have a feeling I know who this is going to be. I've got the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Yeah,
1: throw it out there. Why not? Um, for no other reason than do they even do they even have do they play just like ten men on defense like every snap?
2: Because <laughs>
1: somehow they always seem to they always seem to leave people open. They can't stop the run. This defense is awful. You could like, yes, Pat Mahomes is great. Yes, Travis Kelsey's is great. Tyreek Hill finally got rolling a bit this season. But I'm sorry. Where is the defense? Like you can't win a like they're they they have gone out and they've gone. We're going to have a shootout every game. We're going to win, but they've proved that they can't win every shootout, and that's dangerous for a team's zero defense. <laughs> so yeah, yeah,
2: it's baffling as well because they haven't they haven't seemed to have lost many pieces from last year.
1: Yeah, I was thinking the same. I, this is what I'm, they are definitely. I think I think. They're they're accidentally playing a man down every snap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone said pre-season that like Patrick Mahomes was just the obvious candidate for MVP, and Steve Spagnuolo, the DC, was just like, "Well, <laughs> what about the defense? No one's given us enough credit, so uh, we'll play with a man down." doesn't it? But yeah, the Chiefs are uh, the Chiefs' defense sucks. Um, so I weirdly had a feeling you were going to do that, uh, Thornsy, I have a feeling. We have similar reasons for number five, which might contribute to why the Browns are number six.
2: Potentially, I have the Chargers. Yes. Um. Yeah, they. Um, I can't really say without spoiling number two, but I put them above the Browns because they obviously, j- literally, just beat them. So.
0: Yeah. That, well, that's the same, basic, well, yeah, to spoil mine as well, I've also gone the charges of five. Um, and for the same reason that they've beaten the Browns, therefore, if it comes down to it, the head head-to-head. You know, that's in place. They beat them, so they'll be ahead of them. That's why I put them at five. Is that kind of why, yeah. Is that all you wanted to say, really, on the matter for now?
2: Yeah, I was going to say they have a slightly easier division, but I don't actually think that's true anymore, so. What, the AFC West? Yeah, I think that I actually was thinking about I think the AFC West and the AFC North are very, very similarly talent. Uh, yeah, in terms of talent and teams and everything. So
1: um, Yeah. See, that's very interesting because not trying to for for like shadow anything, but from what you've listed, if you've listed your wildcard teams, that means you've got a team missing, you've both got a team missing from the AFC West, which is very interesting. Yeah. So um Teddy Twitter anyway, baby. Uh if the last pick was my most controversial, uh the fifth pick is gonna be the ones you two hate the le- hate the most. The fifth pick, who I think will be a wild card pick, you prob- you two I don't think agree, is the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, well, there you go. For no other reason.
0: Yeah, no, no other reason. That. No, no,
1: no. For no <laughs> other reason Then I think they'll get picked in the head to head against their divisional team that's still in it. I think I think the team that's still in it will will have their number on the head-to-head, and I think that's going to tank their record down a bit with two two L's.
0: Fair play to the Pittsburgh Steelers for bringing it back. So um, <laughs> <laughs> in Mike Tomlin, we believe. <laughs> um, cool, right? That's the wild card picks. Thornsey, who you got at number four?
2: Tanya and the big dog. <laughs>
0: yeah, makes sense. Do I add anything to that, or
2: uh, doesn't need to be said? Does it really? No, I mean, the thing. I think the Titans are low key, like all big, right, you know, and they're just in this sucky division. But
0: that's definitely going to aid them, I think, this year.
2: Yeah,
0: being in they, I, I think in a, in a different division this year, I don't think they'd be as good, but as they have been the past couple of years. But anyway, Chaplins, who you got up for? Uh,
1: the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, I'm joking. The Titans. <laughs> tani and the huh? Big Dog.
0: Im- imagine, AFC Championship game, Jags. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, no, yeah, tani-, tani and the Big Dog. Yeah, I've also got Tanny and the uh, Big Dog. They- they- basically, same reason, just crappy division.
0: Yeah, uh, I've also got Tanny and the Big Dog at four. Um, yeah, they're going to sneak in. Uh, although I'm not a big fan of what Mike rabel has been doing this year. I just think that some of the decisions have been awful. Um, but yeah. I, th- I think they sneak in in a poor division and I think the Colts at some point in the next three weeks say to Carson Wentz that's it for this year. We're not giving up a first round pick. We give- we'll take our second. Uh, there's no point in risking him getting hurt, getting ready for next year. All right. Yeah. Uh, at number three. Uh, y- oh, sorry. Thornsey, you go. <laughs> I was going to give away mine but Thornsey, you go. Uh, Baltimore,
2: Ravens. Ooh.
0: Just
2: completely aboards the Lamar hype train yeah um, I mean the the way he played against the Colts on, on Monday Night Football was like one of the best performances we'll see in a long time from a quarterback like comeback I think it was like 20 no not 25
0: 22
2: 22 22 point deficit Four hundred yards passing.
1: He beat Shaps in fantasy. Like, <laughs> oh. oh yeah! Uh, I should just just for a bit of detail. I went to bed in one of my fantasy leagues against a player who's zero four with a seventy point lead. I went to bed on a on. Uh, yes. Who did that person uh, left to play? What? Who did that person have left to play? Which players? Uh, Mark Andrews and Brown <laughs> and <laughs> Hollywood Brown, who scored. 45 points and 32 points so my lead of 70 lost (laughs) and you lost by what 0.6 or something 0.7 yeah I think I lost I think yeah I think it worked out roughly at me losing by 0.6 so I had just above a 70 lead in in reality but yeah I lost by 0.6 points going to bed like whatever it was like 74 75 points up
0: (laughs) Uh, Mark Andrews only scores about 10 on a good week. Like <laughs> I like Mark Andrews as a player, but in terms of fantasy, only scores about 10 on a good week if he scored a touchdown <laughs> and scores 43 points something points.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: Chris. Anyway, who do you say you have at three?
2: Uh Chef?
1: Oh, uh the Cleveland Clowns. Cool. Um no, I no. know I know you guys are on the Baltimore hype train, but I just want to say say my say my piece in this one. Go ahead. So the Cleveland Browns have lost two games this season: the Chiefs and the Chargers. Mm. Um, <laughs> God, both of those games have been lost in the while having the lead late in the fourth quarter. They lost both the games because of some poor play calling late in the fourth. Basically, we stalled out. We got the ball back. All we had to do was pick up two first downs in both those games, and we win the game. Both games, we had some very suspect play calling I like Kevin Stefanski I really did not like his play calling in both situations I think he got he tried to be a bit too clever however I I can only hope that he can learn from it and I'm saying that those like you're talking about the Chiefs and the Chargers two of the best teams in the AFC and they should have beaten both of them and lost due to some non-player related play in the fourth quarter late in the fourth quarter like I I don't like I know obviously this is coming from a Browns fan, but it, as as a Browns fan it's why I focus on this narrative probably a bit more. But I think people are sleeping on them a little bit, like like people were saying, "Oh, the offense is bad," but they just put up 40, 42 points with no turnovers. And people were saying, "Oh, the defense is the defense is carrying the defense was." Let's not forget the loss in the loss to the Chargers. Uh, we were missing Greg Newsome all game and and. Um, uh, Denzel Ward went out in the early in the first quarter. Like we were playing our fourth string corner against Mike Williams. What? Like our fourth string corner against Mike Williams. They'd
0: got beat if there was the stars.
1: What if you were you you won you won late in the fourth quarter? I, I think, Mike
0: Williams beast.
1: I think an extra there'd be an extra stop or two. If it was the starters in, and that's that's all that game would have taken. But anyway, I'm not going to get bogged down in that. <laughs> Either way, yeah, I think what's the only thing that's cost the Browns their two losses was poor play calling in the fourth quarter. Ste- uh, Kevin is a good coach. I think he'll learn from it, and I'm hoping that he's going to now basically sort of ask for advice when it comes to that sort of play calling. <laughs> maybe maybe if it gets to that situation, confer with some other coaches. I still think he'll do the play calling, but I think he'll probably have more of a uh, consultation on the matter and sort of stick to the roots of just run the damn ball when you've got the best rushing attack in football rather than trying to pass through screens or whatever the hell we've been trying to do or we'll run it with a really weird run that's trying to like disguise it but doesn't fool anyone. Sweet. Uh,
0: I've got the Kansas City Chiefs at three. Don't count out Patrick Mahomes. They've had a tough start to the season. They've played some really good teams, uh, snuck out some wins here and there, lost some really close games. The Chiefs will be back. They'll figure it out. Their defence is... got no
1: defence.
0: But the Chiefs are going to be very good and they'll bring it back round. They are two games behind the Chargers, who are the current one seed in the entire AFC. We're five games into the season. Everyone, tone it down. Relax. It's Patrick Mahomes. He's very good. Uh, the Chiefs at three. Thornsey, who you got at two?
2: Chiefs.
0: There you go. That great nicely. Uh,
2: um, I just I, they're just gonna run the table like it's, it's, They could go fourteen and three, and like there's <laughs> nothing you can do about it. <laughs> um, yeah, as long as they have. I know they they had like a few injuries Sunday, which hopefully aren't too long. Um, and the defense hasn't been playing well, but. Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, you know all these all these guys. It's like you can never count this team out. And
1: can't believe you're you're thinking like like. Don't get me wrong, I'm not counting them out, but I, I just with well, a
2: defense that bad,
1: you guys have got them as a two seed.
2: But their offense is. I've so- got about three, to be fair. Uh, their offense is so- if the defense plays marginally better than they have done, it, it doesn't matter. Like. And I just, I don't know how long it will take to get over this, but I just can't bet on the Chiefs losing yet. Still, no. like,
0: Don't get me wrong, Shaps. I'm not going to lie. If the Chiefs kind of fall to the wildcard places, it'd be funny as hell. Like, I would love it, but they're not going to. So, like, ugh. It's like, Man, it's like Man City starting the season slow. You're like, oh yeah, but they're still gonna win the league. Like
2: <laughs> it's less like a reflection of how they play, the sort of far and more of like what they're gonna be like in the in the future in a few weeks, I think. Yeah. And I'd happily be wrong because like you say it would be hilarious for them to suck, but
0: yeah. I oh I I yeah, I, I want the narrative of them to suck, but I'm not buying into it yet. Uh, Shaps who you got it too?
1: I've got. Ooh, ooh. i got the LA Chargers. Yay, up the boys. Uh, God, that tastes disgusting coming out of my mouth. <laughs> um, I think, I don't know what it is. I think I just get caught up too much in the narratives and the charge at the moment, especially watching them beat the Browns. Like, Justin, Herbert, let, let's, I think I said this uh, at the weekend. I said, this is the game like in our preview section, I said, this is the game where Justin Herbert proves he's a top elite, top 10 QB. He didn't prove that. He proved he's a top three QB. Like he was so good. Like Herbert just looks like a, like, I'm not going to get into it because Dan's going to soil his trousers. (laughs) But yeah, you can't count out a team with a QB that good. And whereas I think the Chiefs are going to be let down by their defense, the Chargers have a solid defense as well to counteract their well, I say solid defense, they have Derwin James and Joey Bosa. But they have that's two more players. That's that's two more players than the Chiefs have. I don't know. You can't
0: list off Chris Jones, Tyron Matthew as like bad players. Like oh,
1: yeah, but they're not they're not performing as well. Plus, do you see Tyron... Um, Chris Jones is out of position, to be fair. Like Matthews was throwing a paddy the most of the uh, most of their loss at the weekend.
0: What are you going to say, Thorns? I talked over you, sorry.
2: Uh, Chris Jones wasn't playing on Sunday. Ah, oh, there you go. There you go. Sorry, apologies.
1: Well, I yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, there's not too much I can say really. It's just, damn, I didn't expect this.
0: Yeah, no, well, neither did I. I don't, I don't know if anyone really expected the Chargers to look as good as they have, but there you go. You know. It's that, it's that sophomore leap, the last few MVPs, just saying. I
1: was literally thinking that the other day. <laughs> like, like, Home's second-year MVP.
0: second-year MVP. Hmm. Right. We'll see. Fingers crossed you can keep that up. Uh, knock on wood. Um, my two seeds, Buffalo Bills, um, probably would have been my one seed, but for the logic uh, that I used with the NFC for my number one seed, Uh, which will shortly be revealed. My two-seed Bills are looking class, but they're looking class very, very early in the season, Uh, and that worries me because, you know, you got to tail off at some point. But do you? Who knows? Um, But more often than not, you do tail off, and someone comes to light at the end of the season. So I'm going with the Buffalo Bills at two. Thornsy, who you got at one?
2: Buffalo Bills.
0: Segwayed t- nicely twice there.
2: You've, you've done. Um, I mean, they just destroyed the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Like, that's huge. And the game against the Steelers is looking more and more like a one kind of game off a lapsed open
0: season. <laughs> a pre game, if you will.
2: Yeah, it's almost like they forgot, you know, it was three games now instead of four. It was that kind of thing. But they've just looked – Josh Allen's looked like the MVP – they're winning games comfortably. They, they beat a team 40-0 in the NFL. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a little bit worried that they might cool off a bit, but it kind of comes back to a recurring theme of their their division doesn't look particularly strong. They've already beaten uh, the Dolphins, who should get better with two are coming back. I don't know why I said that. doesn't really make much, much difference. But They've just their, their division doesn't inspire you with like competition or whatever, and their defense play really well. I don't know, I, don't
0: know. I think that'll do. Yeah, that'll do, Donkey. That'll do. Okay. Uh, excellent point stones, thank you. Shaps, who you got? You're on
1: mute. I have also got <laughs> uh, the Buffalo Bills, the Titans. <laughs> Uh, basically, you look at their division You've got uh, You've got the New York bums You've got the New England bums Ooh. And you've got The Miami Dolphins And Dan, can you do your little noise? <laughs> yeah, and that sums it up The <laughs> Miami Dolphins this year Like Whoa, realistic-
0: Oh, no, that wasn't the noise Sorry, I have just realised what you referred to <laughs> I was thought you meant a dolphin noise And that was my attempt at a dolphin <laughs> <laughs> I hope that makes more sense
1: now. I've explained it. Yeah, I did. Think oh, the noise. no, was my real.
0: noise, my noise for the dolphins is
1: blech. yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, when you've got a division that they're probably going to go six and zero in potentially, like you're always going to pad yourself up the top of the order. Josh Allen, I've never doubted him once. <laughs> and i never have i was just forced to install doubt um somehow they managed to lose to pittsburgh week one other than that like at least they got the loss out of the way nice and early um yeah it's also interesting i don't think stefan Diggs has really been going to hand this year which is interesting no because he's, he's kind of slid under the
0: radar because emmanuel sanders has taken a lot yeah. of kind of like touchdowns, so I think Stephon Diggs is kind of, Stephon Diggs is still having a statistically an alright season, like a good season but he's just, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, okay, comparably
1: to last year, that we're now talking about the Bills as the one seed, you'd have thought Stephon Diggs would be still playing at that like, almost MVP receiver candidate level, but
0: Yeah, everyone's buying into Dawson Knox he's a sneaky little yeah. uh, tight end that's uh, come out to be sick, he's on like a four game touchdown He really knocked
1: streak. away the uh,
2: opposition on that one
0: Right, so my number one seed
2: is. (laughs) Sorry, just to go on from that. It's interesting. Obviously, Diggs was named as a captain for the first time this year in his career. It'll be interesting whether this kind of slight downturn in production goes back to kind of re whatever the word is, re um, makes him kind of go back to his beaverish ways that he had in in Minnesota. Um, And if that kind of like. When he's not getting the ball as much or not performing as well as he has in the past, whether that kind of re-triggers his his um, perceived character flaws from a few years ago.
0: Yeah, it'll be. It, I'd like to think that you know if they do kind of, we do see those behaviors again, that it was kind of triggered by, you know, the Vikings were all right then, but you know they weren't winning every single game, whereas the Bills are like they're gonna like tear everyone apart. So I, you know in theory surely you'd like to think as a mature adult and a captain a leader that it wouldn't matter to somebody
2: yeah.
0: you know you know you'd like to think that oh we're winning so it doesn't matter really but who knows you know we saw Stefan Diggs two years ago be like I'm not getting enough targets like blah, 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 blah which you know I'm sure is a legitimate thing when you want to get paid to be fair I can't take the mick but even so um right sorry I am going to go on to my number one seed. Um my number one seed is the Baltimore Ravens. I kind of talked about this last week, and I think I talked about the reason why, but if not, let me uh clarify. Same logic as the Packers. The Ravens are four and one, and before Monday night against the uh, Indianapolis Colts didn't really do- look dominant in any of those wins. And I mean, I don't think they really looked dominant until Lamar went, Oh, we probably should turn it on now. And then from then on, they look great. And they're four and one. And the sky's the limit when, you know, you've got one of the most exciting kind of undefendable at times offences and a defence that's still legitimate. I think they're going to find form later in the season. Hello. Right. Thank you. I'm talking. Um, <laughs> it sounded like you're like laughing, like, <laughs> like how, dare, how dare you talk to me like that? Um, I think the Ravens will find form later in the season. And I, I think they're a scary team to come up against. They're good on both sides of the ball. And yeah, the floor is open. AFC. Disgust. Disgusting.
1: Disgusting. Um, well, I want to go first at the bat. We've all admitted the Raiders. <laughs>
0: That's exactly what I was going to say. The, the Raiders are falling apart now. Like legit. Well,
1: I, th- I think it's kind of karma on the Raiders' ownership. They hired John Gruden back. John Gruden's never had a good reputation, and obviously they're now without a coach halfway through a season when the team was starting to downtick. Um, I don't care what his coaching skill was. I don't even, like. I don't care what his coaching skill was. That sort of the the sort of sword you have to fall on when you hire a character that, let's face it, everyone in football at the high level, by the sounds of it, sort of was probably very aware of. Just what he was like, and just yeah. So, the Raiders, I think, are falling on their own sword. Their play was dipping anyway beforehand, obviously. But I think that the combination of the downtick in form and the loss of a head coach at the same time, I can just see them capitulating a little bit. I still think they'll finish, they'll have a solid season. But when they're in as hard a division as they're in, I mean, they've got the Chargers and, the, and Kansas, like it's going to be hard enough to get wins in that division. Like, even if they do down-tick for a bit and then up-tick, I think it'll, that little the down-tick's going to be enough to see them out of the playoffs. Thornsey, resident Raiders fan.
2: Yeah, funny you say that, actually. On um, Friday evening or the weekend, I was, like, genuinely at, like, a crossroads of, like, I don't want to support this team if they're going to keep grooving. So I was almost not a resident Raiders fan. Anyway, that little tip aside. aside, I completely agree. You know, I think it, if we'd have done this, Next week, we have had like a better view of where the Raiders are going to go based off of where um, Rich Passaccia, who's the interim coach, kind of how he performs this year. But, yeah, I think they're in such a tough division. They haven't played very well in the last couple of weeks. And it's, it's easy to forget that Gruden was also the, the play caller who was kind of orchestrating the offense and, and was such a big part of the Raiders' wins, uh, as kind of depressing as it is to admit, given everything else um, yeah and, and I just completely agree like I, we can't can't see them doing as well as they did such a tough division and we said earlier like there's six teams here I think the Raiders are that sixth team from AFC South, AFC West are just going to miss out because of the, the talent that is outside of them so you know it's, it's sad but yeah the other little thing actually is uh, Mike Mayock now has um the majority of control over draft picks this year so that's going to be quite you know an intriguing situation coming from a bad one and seeing what, how he does at the helm um but you know yeah uh, No,
0: yeah fair enough uh i i don't have a- anything else massively to add either I think the AFC a lot of it kind of picks itself in terms of who's going to make it not necessarily the Um but I think you know there's teams like Houston, Jacksonville the Jets uh, Pittsburgh realistically um, the Dolphins Patriots realistically you know all these teams are probably out and we're five weeks in but I can't see any of those teams making it. Uh, and the Pats have looked all right at times, but, you know, I can't see them making it. Like, you know, it, it's not, you know, I can't see the Colts bringing it back around either. So I don't think there's much to talk about really. The Broncos are the only one again, but they're in a tough division. So they're going to lose games. Same as the Raiders, really. If the Raiders had, you know, if this, if this hadn't arisen and the Raiders kind of kept as they are, I think they would have struggled anyway and ended up with like a around 500 season that might be unfair to say now with, you know, with a bit of hindsight, but I, I I said the Raiders were going to lose on Sunday against the Bears and they did and they didn't look very good. And then, you know, their head coach goes and resigns. Like, yeah, I, I, I think those the teams that are in that we've kind of all agreed are going to get in are the teams that are going to be in.
2: Yeah. I've been really disappointed by the Dolphins. I know it kind of yeah probably be quick. We spent like an hour, but... um, yeah, I've been just really. I, I know they lost to her uh, and Brissette's come in and actually done a fairly adm- admirable job. Yeah. But they just haven't looked good. They've looked like they've really struggled and they just haven't shown up. And and I know losing the, the starting QB is always a big problem, but they just really have been really disappointing. And I think that the Waddle pick and uh, we uh, Jamar Chase got a lot of criticism, but as good as Waddle has been and looks like he's gonna be know, Sewell's there, Slater's there, the offensive line is looking a bit stinky. Very stinky. No, it's I think that is looking like a bit of a mistake, but yeah, just the, the Dolphins were very disappointed.
0: Yeah, it is really sad. Um because the Dolphins are there. <laughs> um and not <laughs> What's <laughs> <For God's> sake? <laughs> Peering on all cylinders.
1: Um, right, that's the review section done. Wait, I want to actually add an extra oh. segment in that I didn't ask e review about Super Bowl matchup.
0: Oh yeah, very quickly then. Uh, I had the Bills playing the Rams. There you go. That's, that's all I'm going to say. That's who I ended up with. Yeah, thorns. Who you got?
2: Ravens,
0: Cowboys, nice
1: chaps, Browns, Jaguars. Um, that Browns that's not even possible. <laughs> um, Browns versus uh, Browns versus Tampa. Oh, you're, you're you're a donut. Oh, yeah, I, uh, do you want any more Scottish pounds on the line for it? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're gonna lose
0: your current bet. So, oh, uh, oh. I did. I did have the Browns get into the AFC Championship game, to be fair. I have the Browns. Uh the Browns beat the Chiefs in my uh scenario. Uh and then they beat the Ravens. Um, but they lose to the Bills in the AFC Championship game for me. In my scenario. Hope that ah. hope that helps.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take it.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, cool. Right, let's move on. I have to put myself on mute to turn my pages because it's a horrible noise when I edit the audio. So I have to put myself on mute and then unmute myself again. Uh, Right, cool. That's review done. Let's get stuck into the preview. Let's fly through these, get them done as quick as we possibly can. Each of us are going to give our picks for the different games and we do them in chronological order, starting from Thursday all the way through to Monday Night Football. Uh, And starting off with Thursday Night Football, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Philadelphia Eagles. I'll kick us off with this one. The Bucks win. Shaps, who you got?
1: Yeah, same here. Box win. Yeah. Thorns?
2: Box. I just realised as well I'm typing, so I should probably mute myself for that as well.
0: <laughs> You're all right, mate. I can't hear it, to be fair. But, yeah, I, I think the Eagles have looked pretty good this season, actually. I, we didn't actually give them much airtime tonight, but I think the Eagles have looked good, just not good enough. I think they're a couple of pieces away from actually being you know, all right. Uh, But anyway, yeah, let's move on Uh, to the Sunday games, starting with the early, early kickoff, uh, another London game, the Miami Dolphins at the Jacksonville Jaguars. We've talked about in the last five minutes or so, Miami suck. Uh, I think even with everything going on, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars get off to their first win of the season. Thorns, who you got here?
2: Jaguars. As well. Trevor Lawrence.
0: Little yeah. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, to be fair, agrees. Uh Chaps, who you got in this one?
1: Oh who do you think I've got? Uh,
0: I think you need to hurry up.
1: <laughs> no, I wanna I want to know who you think I've got. I'm not giving my prediction until you say who you think I've got. All right, I think you've got the Jags. You would be. Oh, for God's
2: sake.
1: <laughs> Do you really want to know? No, uh, particularly, no. All <laughs> oh, right. I've got the
0: Dolphins. <laughs> I think that's fair enough. I think these teams are probably Gaskin,
1: Miles Gaskin has the game of his career. Ooh. Although he scored like 30 points in fantasy last weekend. But this game is the game of his career. He carries that Dolphins team's rather than meh. it
0: sounds like a um, like static TV uh, anyway uh, right moving on to the uh, normal time <laughs> games on Sunday uh, starting with the Kansas City Chiefs playing at the Washington football team Thorns, who you got in this one Chiefs I uh,
2: get yeah, I think it'd be hilarious if they lost this and really, like, you know, the sky would be fallen by it, it. Yeah, Chiefs. Sorry. All right, Chicken Little. <laughs> <The sky laughs> That's
1: a great, underrated film. Thank you. Anyway, who got in this game, <laughs> Uh Chiefs as well. I want to say, I want to say so badly, the football team. But I think the Chiefs have got to start winning at some point. <laughs> It, don't get me wrong, I really would not be surprised in the slightest if the football team win this, but listening to listening because sometimes I listen to the show like after the weekend's already passed and listening to our predictions, hearing the results, the amount I've been getting wrong, I've, I'm going to take some less outrageous picks and I'm going <laughs> with the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that's fair enough. Uh, the Chiefs with this one. It's the battle of two of the league's poorest defences this season, not on paper, but this season. Um, but yeah, the Chiefs win this one. Uh, the LA Rams against the very, very, very banged up New York Giants. Chaps, who you got in this one?
1: Dare I ask? Uh, the Rams. Uh, the Giants have not got much to say. Daniel Jones is injured, and under my um, under my badge of honor, I'll never insult an injured player. So I can only wish him a speedy recovery. I respect um, that rule of Bum of the Week so much. Uh, yeah, Jags win. I'm not trying <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm I'm placing my bets for the weekend while we're doing this just so like while we're thinking about it um so I'm placing my bets at the same time <laughs> yeah um now you're saying the Jags are gonna win no no I was I, it's just because I, I looked on my phone rather than my screen um yeah right. they the, the the um the Rams win sorry fair
0: <laughs> enough Torn's who you got
2: Rams as well. I can't see him
0: falling into the the trap. No. Me me neither. Rams win this one. Uh, Houston at Indianapolis. Um, I think this will be closer than people think, but I have got the Colts uh, winning this one. Jonathan Taylor has a pretty good game again. I think think he's kind of hit his stride now past few weeks. Just in time for me to have traded him away. I thought he was a one-game wonder, and I was like, oh, I guess I'm... uh, Pieces here, and then he goes and scores 31 points in the weekend. Cheers, Jonathan. Uh, Thorns, who you got in this game?
2: Colts as well. I think hopefully this should be like a nice game, get back the rhythm a little bit and start making the AFC South a little bit more interesting.
0: Yeah, nice. Shaps, who you got?
2: Colts as well.
1: Patrick.
0: Oh, I think we've all, oh no, other than Miami, Jacksonville, all gone for three for three on the results so far. Nice, uh, Cincinnati at Detroit. start starts off with this one.
2: Bengals. I wouldn't be totally surprised if the Lions got a win because I think they've played a lot better than their record shows. But yeah, I'm not gonna go against Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase against a fairly against a secondary that got uh, I was gonna say bummed, but that's not very politically correct. isn't it? <laughs> that got um abused. Be- <laughs> <laughs> All right, you do not helping yourself, fella. You
1: got torched
0: by Justin. Right. uh, <laughs> that's right. Really Me throwing a spanner in the works for the whole show. Uh, shaps, who you got in this one, Cincinnati or Detroit? Cincy, I'm, I'm buying in, baby. Yeah, boy. Uh, I'm making it trifecta once again. I reckon the Bengals win well, this. We are a bit boring, aren't we? We so far, yeah. Um I think the Bengals win this, and I don't think it'll be close. I'll be honest with you. I think the Bengals uh, put a few on Detroit this week. Cool. Green Bay at Chicago.
1: Chaps, do you want to kick us off? Uh, yeah, go on then. Um, woo Uh Yeah, Green Bay. I don't think it's quite ready for that Justin Fields coming out party.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I'll go next. Uh, I've also got Green Bay. It does feel like, as you kind of look down the list of fixtures this weekend that it is a lot of games are predictable ones, almost a lot of them. Anyway, That makes
1: an even better weekend if they turn out not to be.
0: Yeah, exactly. But it feels like they will be this weekend. I might be wrong, but there you go. Um, Anyway, yeah, I've got Green Bay.
1: The rest of the list is pretty tasty.
0: It is a naughty list. They're good games, but I think they'll be uh, games that are fairly predictable. Then again, yeah, you might be right as we look down the list. Uh, But either way, uh, I have got, Green Bay winning this. Chicago not quite ready to topple the top of the Kings yet. Thorns, who you got?
2: Packers.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, all right. Your LA Chargers travel to Baltimore to play the Ravens. The Ravens win this and slow down the Chargers for a week, uh, who head into their bias four and two. They will definitely take that. But I think Baltimore, Cleveland showed last week that if you run over the Chargers, you know, you can dominate uh, against a really good defense. Well, a really good coached defense, um, should I say, with some very good pieces on it. Um, you can still run the ball very, 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 very well. And this is one of those exciting run offenses. Lamar was class on Monday, and I think he'll carry that form into the game on the weekend. Um, and the Chargers are going to be exhausted from that game as well. It's just gone. So, yeah, Baltimore for me this weekend. Uh, Shaps, so you got
1: this might surprise you. I've got the charges, and there's a reason why I've got the charges. I'm having flashbacks of the playoffs when, yeah, uh, the uh, the Ravens were the number one seed, and what did they do? They stuck Derwin James pretty much like almost yeah. like mano on mano in the box. Yeah, we had and safeties playing it. It worked absolute wonders, and I genuinely think I I just don't know what I I, I think they could do it again, like. Derwin James is almost the perfect player, in my opinion, to play against. Um, is like Anyone. that sort of prototype. Yeah, that that sort of prototype of player is perfect to play against how the Ravens want to play. And I don't know. Yeah, I I, I think it would be another good game. Not to jinx it, but yeah, <laughs> I've got the
2: Chargers.
0: Cool. Uh Thorns, Who you got in on that one? Uh, Chargers as well. Just too too high on Justin Herbert
2: and. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen as well has been like, oh, i gonna really <laughs> too much analysis because I don't think it's needed. Um, yeah, to charges Justin Herbert. Enough said.
0: Cool. Sweet. Uh rounding off the kind of normal time games. Uh on Sunday. Normal time games, the six cup games, British time. Uh the Minnesota Vikings at the Carolina Panthers. Very good game on paper. This uh Thornsey, who you got in it? draw honestly could be
2: um man you last time i said that the cardinals ended up blowing out the titans by like 30 points oh yeah <laughs> um uh i really want to say vikings but i'm gonna go with the panthers yeah
0: i think that's fair i've got the panthers this weekend as well potentially well what's looking like christian McCaffrey's gonna be back and Dalvin Cook, I, Dalvin Cook, I don't know about whether he's going to be fit in time. I My mean, goodness, it could be the battle of the injury-prone running backs. Um, oh, if they're both fit. What a game. Oh, what a game if they both play. Dear Lord, this could be quite high scoring, I think. I did think that when I wrote it down uh, earlier. I thought this could be quite high scoring. But I think the Carolina Panthers do nick it and the Vikings find a way to lose. it. I think the Vikings will be up and they'll find a way to lose a game that they should go on to win. That's my prediction,
1: Shaps. My prediction is also the um, why is my brain just gone? Uh, the Panthers, sorry. Um, however, um, I've got CMAC in one of my leagues, and I'm not starting him because I think they'll have him on a snap. I think they'll they'll restrict his snaps a bit because I think they I think the Panthers know they're a playoff team this year. I think they'll play him as much as they need to play him. They'll play him in all money down situations, but outside of that, I think they'll. They're not going to run him every down, I don't think. So I think you'll see a slightly restricted Christian McCafferty playing all the in all the big moments, but maybe not having a full <laughs> McCaffrey. <laughs> <in the cavern. laughs> uh, yeah, no. So you'll see um, you'll see him on a slight. You'll see a restricted C-Mac who plays all the money downs, but isn't an every down back.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Cool, nice one. Uh, we head into the late window of games. Only three games this week because, of course, I should have said off the top, some people, some people, some teams are on their bye weeks. Every uh, team
1: with players I like have in fantasy, apparently.
0: It does seem that way. It feels that way for me too. Uh, but kicking off that late window, what feels like a very, very good game, the Arizona Cardinals at the Cleveland Browns. Ooh,
1: I'll tell you, sorry, can I, can I just quickly, oh, after saying that, I just went to look at my um, my fantasy. Something that could come up big that that's just come out in the last in the last forty minutes. Uh, Damian Williams, COVID nineteen. Oh, so that's Chicago about their first and second. Oh, who's? Let me go on waivers quickly.
0: Yeah, Khalil Herbert's the boy. Yep, yeah, and he's been picked up.
2: <laughs> to be fair, he had um, eighteen rushes against the Raiders. Yeah, so he's definitely.
1: He was in there anyway yeah sorry I'll just let me do my fantasy pickup quickly well, the
2: problem is, um,
1: is sorry I've got I've got the browns uh, also interestingly enough you know I said I was putting my bets on um, speaking of putting my bets on they actually uh, they actually had uh, somebody else picked them up uh, the browns are actually uh, Vegas' favorites in this game which I thought was particularly perplexing.
0: Who you got in this game, Thorns?
2: I can't even remember who's playing. Card-browns. Cards Browns. Cards Browns. Uh, Browns. I just, I think this is the upset, and not, like, it's not like a huge upset. Obviously, I think Chapter said they're the favourite, but yeah, I, I just think this is the game where Cardinals kind of come back down to earth a little bit. Yeah. And there's no logical reasoning behind it, other than it just feels like something that could happen.
0: Yeah, I do think there is logical reason to it. I think the Browns um, are going to win this weekend as well. I think, you know, uh, and I'm pretty confident of it, to be honest. Uh, I think, like you said, the Cardinals come back down to earth. They did not look great against the banged up um, San Francisco 49ers last week. And the uh, banged up Browns looked uh, really good against the full strength Chargers, uh, excluding Kenneth Murray.
2: Um, I think Toronto Jones is on the COVID-19 list as well,
0: actually. Oh, is he? Oh, well, there you go then. So, um, so yeah. So, I, I I think the Browns looked great last weekend and just came up short. And I think the Cards just snuck a win last week and didn't look very good. And I, I think the Browns will have their number this weekend. I really, really do. I think the Browns are the better team, 100%. And, uh, yeah, I think the Browns will get them. Okay, uh, the next game the Las Vegas Raiders at the Denver Broncos Thorns you may as well go first
2: um, did you say Raiders
0: yeah
2: yeah Raiders um, winning Ooh. Uh, I think like it is a tough one but the Broncos are a bit on the ropes and the Raiders I don't know I just feel uh, uh, I just have hope <laughs> that's all that's what it is. You know, Derek Kai is still a very good quarterback. He was good before Gruden. arguably better than he is, but now. So just kind of, you know, hoping.
0: <laughs> uh Shaq, so you got in this one. Uh
1: well, I have the Raiders. Actually, that's a lie. I have the Broncos. I don't know why I said the Raiders. Do I? Let me double check my bet. <laughs> I love I love that how I sort this is by who I put my bet on. Yeah, I have the Broncos. Again, this is a game that could be a coin flip. If it, if the Bron- if if uh, John Gruden hadn't obviously, if all the John Gruden stuff hadn't come out, I'd have had the Raiders for this. But it has come out as it should have come out, and I think in a week where you've got all of that going on, I think it's just too hard for a team to prep. So yeah, I'm picking Broncos.
0: I am. Um... <sighs> this was tough for me because I think they're two teams on a very kind of talent-wise, they feel kind of similar. And um, I, I suppose, you know, the Raiders' quarterback situation is a bit better. Not that I don't love Teddy B, but Derek Carr is more talented, really. And but I, the thing for me was, obviously, the Raiders have been poor the last two games. And, and you lose your head coach. And it's a case of like, do you know, like in football or soccer, um, how when you lo- kind of a team goes on like a run of like four, five, six games losing and they sack the manager and then they get somebody in and then all the players kind of like find their form again and they go on a run when the new manager comes in. I don't think they do that yet. I think if they hire, I know usually within the NFL, if they have an interim coach, it runs until the end of the season and you don't hire somebody until next year, but it's so early in the season and such unprecedented circumstances that it might be the case that they have. Um, the assistant head coach for a couple of games and then they genuinely get somebody in <sighs> imagine if they get like Jay Gruden in or something <laughs> like oh god um, which you know could very well happen I suppose um, or oh, Adam Gase
1: yes oh if We've you get Adam it. Gase as your well, head coach Fawnsy it just be the stupidest decision you gen- I think you genuinely stop being a Raiders fan Adam Gase, Joe
0: Philbin would be a good one yeah. Do, do you know Joe Philbin looks like the guy from like, do you know that like it's on like an American farm, the guy with like the pitchfork, it's like an old painting yeah. but like, like really yeah. thin, scary family that's exactly what Philbin looks like.
1: To be fair, um, I, think, I think Hugh Jackson and Freddie Kitchens are both available. There you go, dream
0: scenario. That
2: is, that's
1: great. May, well? Maybe get one as O, one as D
2: and then Adam <laughs> Gates as head coach. Yeah,
0: there you go, problem solved. We, we fixed the Raiders. <laughs>
2: I actually quite like Anthony
0: Lynn. I wouldn't.
2: Okay, you hate him.
0: I don't hate him. I just I don't think he should be left in charge of important decisions.
1: <laughs> I've heard you talk so many bad words about him.
0: Not bad words. I think that's unfair. But also, he definitely contributed to the reason. I mean, you look at the difference now with the charges. This is off topic, but you look at like the difference between the charges losing close games to now. The way they go about their business and are winning close games, there's some form of link there, isn't there?
2: We were doing so well, like we're actually getting through them pretty quickly.
0: Yes, we have got lost track. Denver Broncos for me. <laughs> after all, after all, I just said about getting a new manager in, uh, Denver Broncos. Right, the Dallas Cowboys at the New England Patriots. I actually feel like I talked about this when the Cowboys. Um, when I seeded the Cowboys in the NFC, that there's going to be a couple of games that the Cowboys are going to find a way to lose for no reason whatsoever. And I have a weird feeling that this might be one of them. I don't know why. The Pats just feel kind of like that team this year, that they're going to be middle of the road. They're going to finish about around 500. Again, obviously you can't finish exactly 500, but are going to finish around 500 and they're going to beat some good teams for no reason. Um, and I'm going to go the Pats this week. I think the Pats kind of topple the the Cowboys. I think Mac Jones is slowly kind of finding his feet, and I think he'll have a good a good game this week. I say that, and the Cowboys could absolutely run them over. But you know, what's the point of predictions if you're not going to you know? You, there's no point in being wishy washy. So the Pats win this one. Thorns, who you got? Uh,
2: Cowboys.
0: Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Chaps? Um, I think Bill Bumacek and the New England Bums all fall to the mighty, mighty dem boys. (laughs) Where did
2: New England Bums come from?
1: Uh, I don't know. The start of this episode.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Uh, Right, we head to Sunday Night
1: Football. The Seattle Seahawks, who are... I'd like to throw in that I don't actually think Bill Belichick is a bum. <laughs> for legal reasons <laughs> no, for, for serious reasons because I, I if anyone listens and go go he knows nothing about football go uh, I don't right
2: <laughs> but I, don't, I know that <laughs> uh, well, yeah Brady go that's pretty bummy yeah
1: but if he, yeah, but yeah, he, but he, let he also, Brady go but he's also the winningest coach in NFL history and he wasn't allowed to have his replacements
2: swings around about
0: <laughs> anyway uh the sunday night football the seattle seahawks and the uh the russell wilson-less seattle seahawks traveled to the pittsburgh steelers oh i'm glad i don't have to stay up for this one um the pittsburgh steelers win
1: chaps uh a little anecdote i was i was about to send um i was about to send a trade of uh nick chubb for uh for DK Metcalf in one of my leagues. And then I, literally as I was about to click the submit button, I went, Wilson. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized I was about to get ripped off. So um that being said, I'm still I'm still sticking with the um Seahawks. Gino um Smith. Not Atkins. Gino Gino Smith. <laughs> Gino Atkins playing quarterback with you. and what? Gino Gino Smith. Um I think I think they should really look at getting Cam Newton. That would yes. be a pick-up, I think, for the Seahawks. And it, it's a very seahawky pickup, I think. I think it'd be a very uh, shrewd, shrewd manoeuvre. Yeah. So, yeah. Um given up on the season?
0: What? Do you reckon they've given up on the season? I don't know.
1: Their team Stay is, tuned to find out. Their team is quite pooey, to be fair. They're not very good. Yeah, we were saying Russell Wilson was struggling to carry them, and now they've got nothing to carry them. That being said, st- That being said, Pittsburgh and a Pittsburgh. They're out there. Juju's out for the season, which is a big loss.
0: Yeah, now they've only got 25 other receivers.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: they'll struggle. Ben's got yeah. to throw to somebody.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, but he only wants to throw to Najee Harris. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he's sharing it around a bit. Deontay Johnson is low-key having a quietly good season.
1: Yeah, the Steelers are always annoying because you never know which of them you can, tr- which receiver you want to pick up yeah. in fantasy. I know.
0: Anyway, Thornsey, who you got winning this one? Seahawks. Really? Two of you going Seahawks? Yeah, I don't know.
2: Well,.
1: Oh, you've been swayed.
2: Yeah, I forgot. Um, what... You
1: actually live rent-free in this man's head, Dan. <laughs> the amount of times you say you say like one fit, he says
2: his case, <laughs> you say one Ooh. thing, and he goes, Ooh. "Yeah." <laughs> you did it with the Panthers, um, I forgot Wilson was out, but no, I'm gonna stick with the Seahawks. I just
0: uh... wrong.
2: <laughs> I just want to be wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: if it's wrong I don't want to be right
2: (laughs) exactly I don't really trust Big Ben Gino Smith actually looked quite good when he came so it was touch and go anyways and the Seahawks are just one of them teams like you said with the Patriots I remember that
0: cool last game of the weekend Monday Night Football (sighs) a game that might have been quite good on paper last year but I don't think I would enjoy watching this year Uh, actually I don't know anyway Buffalo Bills at Tennessee Titans shaps kick us off Bills sweet Thorns Ditto sorry
2: Ditto
0: oh Ditto I thought you said big time I was like what (laughs) Um, yeah I'll round it out Buffalo Bills here looks very very good be closer than I think people might suspect Bill I think this might be an all right game now that I've talked about this being a rubbish game (laughs) I think it'd be a good one. Perfect. That rounds out our previews of the week. Let's get cracking on with the end of the show. Rounding us up, we are heading into everybody's favourite section. The reason they stay this long, of course, it is time for da, 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 da.
1: bum of the week. Oh, he's a bum. <laughs> I actually quite like that little addition. To be fair, well, it's quite oh, nice. thank you. Why oh, thank you. So let's find out who the bum of the week is this week. So technically, I cheated this one a little bit. I had an idea for the bum of the week, but it was a player who's technically not in the NFL. Uh, that player is Spencer Rattler. So what I've actually chosen as the bum of the week or the bums of the week, if you will, are QB-needy teams heading into the 2022 draft. Oh, Do you know yeah. why?
0: That's a good show. Because you're
1: going to get people drafting. You're going to get people over-drafting average QBs You've seen it before. I can't comment on one of the players that was drafted in such a scenario again because uh, we have mitigating circumstances for me calling players bums and I refuse to call an injured player a bum. But oh, what's another example? G- give me an overdrafted QB. Make a Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i <I'll> do that. <laughs> Mitch you know? Trubisky, there you go. Yeah, there you there go. That's, go. that's a perfect one. Yeah, you've got QB needy teams. You've got a draft that doesn't have a QB. This is literally exactly like that draft. You might like the Browns almost drafted Mitch Trubisky number one overall instead of Garrett just because they needed a QB. And you're going to have that same discussion there. Plus, the team that gets the number one overall pick is going to be screwed because normally you can fleece that pick for a lot of value if you've got a QB. But now that pick is don't get me wrong that pick will probably get them a really good player, but I think they'd rather have the value, but like the value that comes from the QB position. But yeah, QB needy teams is going to lead to a lot of people becoming extra bummy. Also, congratulations to us. We've got no explicit tag to this week.
0: I don't know. We said bummy a lot.
1: <laughs> oh, that's not a swear word. You bum. as well. What? I might
2: have uh, used the F word to. Describe phones, eh? <laughs> he's warranted, he's...
1: yeah
0: yeah anyway thanks everybody for listening to us gave ourselves an explicit tag for no reason whatsoever <laughs> literally none uh thanks for sitting through another episode we appreciate it we enjoy making such exquisite content for you and we hope you enjoy listening to it again or if you're a new listener welcome and Hopefully you stick with us as we keep going through the NFL season. Right. Nice one, Shaps. Have a good week, my friends.
1: Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> For God's nice.
0: sake. Uh, all right. Have a good week if you'd like. I, I don't know. Is that how you'd say it? Um, have a good week, Thorns.
1: Thorns, I hope you have the week you wish to have. Very much. Goodness sake. Thank you.
2: Yes. You know
0: how much nicer that is? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I apologize. I'll uh, I'll try better. <laughs> um, right, thanks, boys. Have a good week, everybody. Hope you enjoyed listening. Enjoy NFL on the weekend, last London game of the season. Much love. Peace. Peace. Dance.